This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. It's a Monday, so it's Cray News with Kay on a Monday. Kay, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to remember where my camera is today uh, okay. for everyone watching. So if I'm looking oddly, that's why. But okay. Well, we'll try to find it if you can. It is uh, Kay Smythe. Go to KaySmythe.com. News and commentary right over at the Daily Caller. You see her on Newsmax all the time and at least once a week here. Let's start with the person of the year. I guess you got in big trouble. You got in deep trouble with the media matters or the Twitters or the left or the New York Times or somebody because you dared say Taylor Swift, maybe not the best choice for Time Magazine person of the year. Fill me in. Okay, so anyone who reads my columns knows that I mostly write ridiculous things. Like, right. I, I mean, it's it's out there. Like, it's everything from entertainment to aliens to the apocalypse. That's really sort of my beat to, like, the financial apocalypse. You know, it's a lot of different weird stuff, right? And I don't know, like, a couple of years ago when Morgan Wallen got in trouble for using a racial sir, like, I think a lot of people saw the video. It was right. It was inappropriate. Yes. I didn't, you know, I didn't really know that much about him at the time. I I don't think I'd seen his music or heard his music, anything like that. I really can't remember. Um, but after that happened, what really impressed me was like the work that he did to learn from that mistake and the messages that he shared that I think, you know, are still like incredibly, I don't know. It was just, it was nice to see someone own up to their mistake and really actually put in the effort to continue growing and learning. Right. And then he also came out with a bunch of great music. And so at some point, I guess I just started writing about him and writing about country music. Right. And I'm sorry, but like, I don't get Taylor Swift. Like I get that she's incredibly talented. I get that she's super famous. She's got all these songs, but like me as a European, I didn't grow up with her as my soundtrack, so I don't have right. like any emotional connection to her music. And so, yeah, when I saw that she was Times Person of the Year, I was like, I can put 200 words to that. That I'm like, you know, <laughs> we have this year, this year alone, Joe, Morgan Wallen has broken not just pretty much I feel much it's important every... to break in. I want to break into this uh, interview right now. I just want to inform those who are watching and listening that she's full of crap. <laughs> She's the biggest Morgan Wallen fan on the planet. She's been fangirling for this guy for, for, for a while now. Now, I'm going to let you continue, but I think it's important. You came out like, I don't know who he was. And da, 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 da. I didn't. Listen, Back, you're, like, you're a huge like Morgan two, Wallen. Okay, I got you two tickets for Morgan Wallen. You got to go? No, I don't go to concerts. You're so full of it. You no, would go. You'd be there in a heartbeat. No, you, would, you would break that rule. Are you a huge fan of his or not? I am a huge fan of his music. I'm a huge fan of, honestly, his philanthropy, because I write about that a lot. Um, I'm a big fan of, he has a lot of, like, natural reactions to stuff, like I've read in interviews. Listen. Huge fan. I don't date the front man. That was always. <laughs> I'm not asking you want to date him. No, I'm just saying no. you're. 
about to ask you to go on a date him? You know why you never date the why? front Why man? don't you date Because the they are an what? emotional nightmare. Firstly, women, ladies, never date musicians. I well, love Who do you musicians. date? The drummer, the bass player? Who do you date? No. You don't date any of them. Um, you never date a musician. Like, they're great. I love them. My father's a musician, and I love him to death. He's an incredible yes. man. You're obviously a musician. Yes. John, my boyfriend, he is an excellent musician. Good. But you're all other things first, for the most part. <laughs> so I if we're just living for the music, we're, we're done. I think, I mean, I also speak from, like, experience of, you know, you, yes. I, I, the reason I know this is because I used to date the musicians. So you've learned. Um, All right, so, but learned. I just wanted, I wanted to make sure that I interjected a footnote as you were continuing your lie, like you had no <laughs> idea who he was, as you continued misleading my audience that, oh, yeah, this guy showed up in the scene and he seems to be a nice guy. Now, you, you're a big fan of Morgan Wallen. Come on. Well, no, well, I'm talking about, like, how it happened. Like, I right. didn't know who he was prior right. to all of those headlines. Right. Then I heard his music and I was like, wow, I've this is great. Well, this, this guy, well a know. couple of things are important. There's a guy named Will Cullen. I don't know if you've ever seen him on Instagram or anywhere else. But he's a young kid, probably early 20s, carries a guitar around, goes up to a pretty girl. Hey, what are you doing? Can I sit here for a second and play a song? And and he'll just say, what song? Name any song. And he can play any song yeah. and sing it for him and play it for them. Almost every young woman is saying Morgan Wallen. Why is that? What, what does this guy do to get into the psyche of, of young people? There's something going on. His music, I think, I read an analysis somewhere that, so his hit song this year was called Last Night. And I think it's actually, of all of his music, one of the simplest and actually the most uninventive songs when it comes to okay. the melody and all this. Right. But the actual lyrics, I read this piece that said this is the first love song written from the man's perspective that basically every single regular American millennial through Gen Z understands. Every single guy has been in this situation, in this song, and it sucks. And I think a lot of women connected with it because they've been on the other side of it. And it's sort of, in many ways, what I think a lot of women hope their man is thinking but it's obviously a sign of like a relationship that's not going to last and I think that because we live in a culture where particularly in cities it is so difficult to find someone and build like unless you meet your soulmate like it's a lot of dating around and okay. it's not fun like right. it's really really not like some of my single friends like their stories are just hell and I think like it's also very easy in this day and age with the internet to get stuck in quite toxic relationships. Right. Um, and especially after COVID, like becoming codependent on someone who, you know, a lot of people just aren't supposed to be in a relationship with one another. And it's right. really hard to admit that because you feel like a failure, even though it's like fate saying, hey, like you can just learn from this and move on. And so I think that really, that sort of, undertone within or I guess it's not even an undertone like that to me is what I took away from the song and then after reading the analysis seeing that sort of male perspective I was like this okay he's got a lot of really good songs like there are some anthems in there but as far as like musicians in this day and age it's just okay who dated Taylor Swift and what's like what's the next album going to be about yawn it's rapping about stuff that like no one does in real life. It's just like absolute war. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of like, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some like, I think some great music actually coming out of the UK right now as well. 
Um, and I'm sure there's like, you know, stuff that connects here in the States, but it's, you know, people listen to playlists, not bands anymore, but people right. listened to Morgan Wallen. Because he's saying words that they're years. feeling. So, so the guys are feeling it. The women now are getting a new perspective from it. I mean, it's okay. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup and I'm not being stupid when I ask you this. Is he dreamy? Is he a great looking guy? Is that what's going on too? He actually looks like a guy I dated for a while. So for me personally, <laughs> like if he walked past me in the street, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. But not in like a mean way, more right. in terms of like, I, I'm a tall, dark and handsome. Like I'm a cliche right. like that. And right. honestly, I kind of like redheads. Like I had a, wow. like, that was like okay. a thing. They're either tall, dark and handsome or tall and ginger. Now, now the, um, reason, the reason we went yeah. here is because you've been attacked online because you... <laughs> You, you either insinuated or you flat out said Taylor Swift should not have been the person of the year. Yeah. It should have been Morgan Wallen. Yeah, it should have been him. He had zero interest. And who went after support. you? It was Media Matters and who else? Um, I don't even know. Um, one of my uh, colleagues at work, Elias, sent it to me and we we're all having a good laugh. This is not the first time, apparently, that this has happened. Media Matters likes to bring me up. <laughs> a fair bit and i'm like i'm not that interesting they also call me a right winger and i'm like firstly anyone who reads my work knows that i think all politicians for the most part are absolutely mental and i think you've got right. to be slightly morally corrupt to want that much authority and power yes. over other people um i'm also like the number one person who's like politics doesn't matter because we're careening towards the apocalypse anyway right um but you know i just thought like taylor swift like, Taylor Swift could fart in a jar and sell it for a billion dollars. Like, let's be honest. But here's Morgan Wallen, who literally got dropped by every single one of his professional everythings. Like, yeah. his agent, his management. There's, like, a very limited number of people who are actually stuck by him. Number one song, number one album, number one tour, number one artist um, overall. He also inked, like, two or three seven-figure branding deals all on his own. And he's nice. in the middle of launching um a bar and he's done more philanthropy through his organization than like i don't i don't, I don't even know i don't it's honestly joe at this point it's like a justice thing for me i'm like I, I i'm think, so sick of Taylor i think Swift the daily caller Lewis. not the daily caller i think the daily uh the what is it called the the, the cost the daily cost i think and uh and media matters listen or watch this show every day let me just get you on the record you hate taylor swift I don't hate Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm just trying, like, I don't I'm trying to give them a quote, I Kay. I want them to write about you some more. I think it's hilarious. So you're saying Taylor Swift is nowhere near as talented as Morgan Wallen. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I don't. I think Boom. Morgan Wallen is way more talented and more successful. Go. Like, if you actually look <laughs> he's at not it. More, he's not more successful. You can't he, argue that. Okay. She's had a better year. No, no, no. She no, has. No. Yeah, but she also has, and it like the entire management. They just said she's worth a billion the, dollars. Yeah, but she's also got all of the management structure from the entire entertainment industry helping her. She's also got like ten years on on Morgan Wallen's career. Like he launched his album, like the one that really did it, like a year and a half ago. Fan and right. I'm like, it's basically yeah. like it's like the rabbit in the hair, I guess, right, a right, little bit. Right. Where right. I'm like, you know, obviously Taylor Swift is going to do better because she right. has. An fangirl. entire industry around her. Right, you're a Stop fangirl. Stop calling right. me a fangirl. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying for the hill. for the people I, I know you are. And I love that about you because you're not going to quit. And uh, by the way, I'm not some bad. I, you know, here's how many songs I can name by Taylor Swift. Shake it off. That's it. Because it was a catchy thing. That's I don't know anything else she's done. It's all about a dude. It's all about who broke up with her. It's all about breaking the heart. And then she jumps into like the abortion argument. Uh, and so I, I, you know what? I, I don't have time for either of them, but I could not pick Morgan Wallen out of a lineup. 
I I didn't, you don't need to. I'll send you all of his best. What songs. I like, don't what worry. I like is me, send me a song you think I would like. Okay, I, I can think of a few. Okay, do that now. Okay. While, while, while you think of that, and while you send me that later, fangirl, um, <laughs> I've got to bring up Alex Jones is back on Twitter or X. I was in the space yesterday when it was announced that he was going to be back. It was uh, hosted by some Mario guy. We follow each other. I don't know who he is, um, but uh, Elon Musk was in there. Andrew Tate was in there. Alex Jones obviously was in there. Patrick Bed David was in there. You had a bunch of huge accounts that were in there, and it had over one hundred fifteen thousand people listening at the same time to the fact that Alex Jones was back on Twitter. Just as somebody who you are not into social media as much as I am, but as somebody who, because of your job, you sort of still have to engage. What do you think about all this? Uh, I think any censorship is wrong. Words don't hurt people. Words can absolutely um, contribute to the manipulation of a mindset, but actions hurt people. And honestly, we <laughs> date night last week was watching Alex Jones uh, interview, well, be interviewed by Tucker Carlson. Right. And I went into it thinking, I really want this to suck. I want this to be miserable. I want to walk away from this being like, okay, I don't have to like engage in any of this stuff anymore. The guy's mad. And we, I, it, it really did the opposite and it really scared me. It actually validated a huge number of my concerns. You know, I'm the first person Joe's talk about like literally get out to the country, start a garden, like your money, Everything that you own is worthless if it can't feed, clothe you, basically, and keep you alive. Um, right. I, I fully fundamentally believe that. And I'm really terrified about the direction our species, not just American society, but the direction our entire species is going. Um, we're really sort of overdue for some pretty nasty stuff. And what he had to say, A, about sleeper cells in the United States, like Hamas or whatever it is, um, Hezbollah, et cetera, et cetera. Um, these horrific terrorist organizations, like being able to just walk across the border Him talking about, you know, what could potentially happen in 2024. The fact that, you know, this, uh, new world order is really pushing for, well, one of the things that he was talking about a lot is, uh, the destruction of single family properties. Like we, we, we're watching that happen in real time. You and I have been talking about this for like two or three years. Right. What's going on with the fact that, you know, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, um, they're, all buying of these everything. they're buying everything and you yeah. can't buy, like if you go into foreclosure, like even if you set up a deal with most of your banks, like they're not going to sell to you. You're never going to get your house back. Like if you don't own your home outright right now, like that is the number one thing that you should be paying off and focusing on because any debt, honestly, I'm like, I even said to John afterwards, I was like, if we get like another pandemic, I don't think that's what it's going to be. But say something happens and there are like lockdowns again, whether it is like, you know, an incursion from all these illegal people crossing the border, all these terrorists, whatever it is. There's one of these lockdowns and they hand out PPP loans again. I guarantee by the end of this decade, every single person who takes out a PPP loan, because they'll think, oh, it'll get like, we'll be able to just keep the money. It'll go from being like a loan to a grant and we can just have this money just like we did during COVID. I'm like... 99.999% sure that like if you take out a loan from the government or from any of the big institutions monopolized by the government, um, you are going to end up losing whatever the asset is that you purchase with that loan 
um, within the next decade, because that is the easiest way for a one world government to claim ownership of everything. So you own nothing. And um, even though you won't be happy, you'll probably be dead. Um you know, they'll get everything that they need. So right. it's, it's kind of what China did, uh, although uh, Mao Zedong just killed everybody. He didn't mm-hmm. like uh, like take it because you had a loan mm-hmm. um, uh, on Alex Jones. And, and I'm guessing you agree with this. I, I thought that he was kicked off of Twitter because of what he allegedly said about Sandy Hook, which is awful. Um, it's not. It's not why he was kicked yeah, off, though. He was not. kicked off because yeah. he approached and tried to interview Oliver Darcy, who worked at CNN, who, by the way, mm-hmm. used to work at The Blaze. I'm not sure why he's his left, <laughs> this left wing nut job now. Um, but, uh, he, he approached, he and Laura Loomer approached Oliver Darcy, approached yeah. him and dared ask a question. Darcy knew people like the real higher ups in Twitter at the time, Jack Dorsey at all. And they immediately got rid of Alex Jones because, Hey, you bothered our friend. They called it, they called it some sort of, um, um, I don't know, hassling a journalist or something or berating a journalist. I forget what they called it, but he was, it wasn't about Sandy Hook at all. They just wanted him off the platform. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of stuff that I'm sure Alex Jones. I really he and I don't agree on a lot of stuff, but yeah. he shouldn't have been off of there. But it's like little things, right? Like I thought Tucker did a great job of pointing out evidence for his accurate predictions. But I mean, yeah, when Alex Jones got kicked off, I literally remember saying to whoever I was with at the time, being like, who didn't see that coming? Right. Like who? Right. I'm amazed they let him go on as long as he did. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's just some European, whether I grew up, we've, you know, like my, I grew up seeing the destruction from World War Two. So right. that you know, with a lot of Iraqi refugees from the eighties and nineties, a lot of former Yugoslavians. Like I think when you grow up around it, you're sort like we we almost have like a joke about it in the right. UK, even though it's like the end of the world. Um, but out here in the states, like I think people freaked out, and I was like, they were never gonna let him keep speaking. Which, which, and it which was really also rich. around the Jeffrey Epstein time. Can you imagine? Right. Can you? Um, we would know every single person, every single person on that list if Alex Jones had been allowed to talk. Yeah. I reckon um, when all the Jeffrey Epstein stuff was going on, and that was which, like the yeah. Anyway, which which really rich, and I gotta go. But what's really rich is that there are liberals today announcing publicly on X, I'm leaving because you're letting Alex Jones back on. From the inception of Twitter until like last year, all of us on the right, all of us who are conservative or Christian, we're not allowed to say anything. We're not, we're not allowed to say an opinion. We were getting banned and deleted and suspended nonstop. Now these people don't want to play by the same rules. It, it drives me nuts. More on that next time. <laughs> Kay, Kay, you're the best. Send me the Morgan Wallen song. I want to hear what, what he does. I will. I will. You're the best. It's Kay Smythe. Kay, thank you. Thank you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wait, 
appreciate Kay coming on. We appreciate you stopping by today. We're going to get out of here tomorrow, same time, same place. Do not miss even a second of the program. A couple of new great interviews for you, plus topics that you're going to want to hear. That is Polo. That is Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pike Show.